0: words appear the email addresses and groups mentioned in this program are no longer available the blind handyman group does exist in its new incarnation on groups.io to join send a blank email to blind handyman plus subscribe at groups.io that's Blind Handyman plus subscribe at groups.io Alternatively, you can join our Blind Handyman Facebook group.
1: Links will be in the description box below.
2: And welcome to the Blind Handyman Show. This being show number 59 on uh, November 25th, 2003, recorded right here at the Little Ranch House on Southwood Drive in Lufkin, Texas. For the next hour, we're going to talk about building, repairing, and maintaining. All designed, of course, with the blind in mind. Here are the hosts of The Blind Handyman, ladies and gentlemen, Don Shaw. And, Tom, how are you on this fine <laughs> fall afternoon? Oh, if I was any finer, I don't know what I'd do. I couldn't stand it, I don't think, Don. Good to have you with us, though. Don Patterson. Yes, Hi there.
0: Sir, glad to be here. The last day before Turkey Day. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. My name's Tom Houston. But, ladies and gentlemen... The creator and producer of the Blind Handyman Show, and I like to get serious with this because (laughs) it's something that needs to be serious. And in fact, I'm going to cut it to Dale Gamble.
3: (laughs) Dale Gamble,
2: (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, the creator and producer of the Blind Handyman Show. Here he is, Phil Parr.
4: (laughs) Hello there, friends Uh, and our neighbors. Man, is it? How long has it been? Two weeks since we've done a. It seems, like, you know. it's seems like it's been it's a long it time. Seems it it does. seems like it's been a It does. It seems like a month. We didn't get together and drink last week. I think there's deprivation there. <laughs>
1: and I'm making
4: <laughs> up for it. Tom Houston is here with us from Burke General Hospital down there. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been sick. Burke nursing home. Burke nursing home. <laughs> Everybody at your house has <laughs> been sick, have not they? Yes, sir. We've all Except Martha, who's the oldest of all of them. <laughs> That's and is, right. Is she's healthy, healthy as, as a horse. She's kicking and a lot of us. Boy, I tell you what, if you've got kids in school, uh, you're going to have some illness in your family. Right, and you
2: know my grandkids are right
4: next door. so uh, And they just bring it over, don't they're they? They're in they? and out
2: all the time. So uh, we're going to get everything that comes along, I'm afraid. I
4: guess that's true. I guess you and you don't have avoided... Uh, any sort of viruses well, so I, far. I have,
0: you know, become reclusive and shut in <laughs> <laughs> since I'm retired, so,
4: yeah, I don't even, and they don't even bring
0: the mail up to the house anymore, so I, uh, right. I don't come in contact with anyone, you know? I guess yeah.
4: it's, when you stay home, it was a lot better, but Luann got it from the office one time and brought it on. two years, it was, been three years ago, it was a Y2K year,
1: <laughs> Yeah. And, man,
4: God, it's the sixth <laughs> I've ever been in my life. Anyway, we're all well, and we hope you are. Thanksgiving is behind us, when this show runs, everybody's full of turkey and all that. We, uh, I think... I think we're going to play trivia on saturday did i tell you that i didn't tell you that no what are you all doing saturday uh well i'm not sure i, I mean not cutting the grass probably mowing it, <laughs> <at, at laughs>
0: bear claw well you <laughs> need to
4: take a few hours off. i think we're going to cook chili and play trivia all day saturday uh-huh. get terry lynn and uh, and two or three other people that like to play trivia and just just sit up all day and drink and play trivia all that day long sounds Saturday. sounds interesting yeah i'm sorry they're serving alcoholic bill after
0: two or
2: chill. three hours of course if you're drinking playing trivia I mean, you know,
0: yeah, I don't think they would be too it, worried it about having a too yeah, long it a game. <laughs> well, I mean,
4: of course, it, Terry Lynn and Luann don't drink either one, so oh, they're, that's they're, true. The, they're See, the.
0: I think back in the old days, one could say we could sit up and drink all day, but now <laughs> I, not anymore.
4: Not anymore. I'm good for a couple right. hours. Thirty maybe. But uh, Luann, and, Luann and Terry Lynn don't, so they'll be they can they can be the champions or do whatever. We play teams, so I don't look so dumb because <laughs> I don't know anything about pop culture. You know, old time radio and music, I know all. About that, but uh, you know, it's, uh, my uh, my musical repertoire. Nobody knows any of the songs I know anymore. Too. So I don't know. Anyway, we have uh, what else is going on? Nothing here How's the house coming?
0: Well, it's all dried in. They have a few odds and ends to. They had one window that they misordered. Huh? What was that? I don't know.
4: What? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's my radio. Anyway, when, when one,
0: really? one window that they had misordered. It was n- wrong dimensions, and so we're waiting for that. And then we had one in the, ex- in the little garage to put in, and then yeah. uh, the sheet rocketers were there and came and kind of surveyed the situation and were going to start. But then I, they, as of yesterday, they had not started.
4: So. Well, the garage is separate? this is a separate detached a garage. Detached it, it, is, it is roofed. It, it is has a roof roofed yes. on it. it uh-huh. has a roof and-,
0: and insulated and wired and. Well, I'll be
4: darned! Did you get all your Cat Five cable? Uh, yes, I
0: did. I, that's what I did that last Saturday. I went and double checked the the guy. I had trouble with him. They, yeah, he's a good kid, and yeah. that's all he does is wiring. But he doesn't, and, you know, it doesn't. And we had a little language problem, maybe. And he kept wanting to run one of the... He didn't understand the closed thing. I just want this to go from computer to computer. Yeah. yeah. And he would run one outside, you know. And then, then, of course, the phone company comes. They think it's a phone. They're going to hook it up. Which
4: is what they did at Spud's house. They just just used his Cat 5 that I bought him a box of Cat 5 from... Some like from the parts in brand, and just to confuse. Yeah, it. well, it's we a, uh,
0: I I so I went out there Saturday and ch- traced them, and then I also labeled them, like number one, yeah. number two, and number three, and they all wind up up in the upstairs room over the Okay, bonus but, room.
4: but you know when you get up there, which one? I is know which. which one goes to. Oh, where. that's wonderful. Yeah, and then right on
0: the, the, we're having uh, to go satellite TV because uh, there's no cable, and of course, when yeah. you split that signal, it's it's just the reverse of splitting for. For TV, yeah. you have to split it after it comes off of the control box, instead oh. of splitting it before. You know, like running a cable over here. And so, yeah. what I had to do is I, I went in, and this guy was aware of that. He knew that, but what he had done is like in one place where I have four wires, I'm going to split four four ways he had them coming out of one box and so those are really i wanted to hot the one coming from the satellite in its own little box and then i put the other three in a box and i'll put the uh, connectors on them and then direct it to where i want it to go you know yeah. in other was rather than us renting seven controllers it's only two of us you know we're going to have three i want one upstairs in the bonus room one in the the bedroom and one in the den but then mm-hmm. the other two bedrooms the guest bedrooms you know when her kids come when emmy's kids come and they want to watch TV. We can control it from the bonus room. They, they just, just have to and, watch yeah. what you tell
4: them to watch. Well, or, or
0: can go up there and change the channel, see, So
4: yeah, there's no sense in having that many. Uh, and I also boxes.
0: fixed it so where if and when we get cable TV, which I had probably preferred because you can get the internet with it, I, then I fixed it where it'll be easy for me to redo it and wire them all together. And what, what on, are you so.
4: going to do with uh, for 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 uh, fast internet?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna have just dial up right now. That's the only. I've called the phone company. I'm on the waiting list for DSL, but lady, they gave me the guy's name in Conrad. You know, we're still dealing with this proprietary phone well, I, company. I could, I could probably help you
4: there. Well, mm-hmm.
0: I, I, uh, they uh, anyway, they have me on the list, and I Well, Chris that,
4: Copenhaver, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take Kip, you on uh, it. Kip,
4: Kip, Kip Remember Kip Havard? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He works phone company now. Sharp computer guy, really you sharp. computer Well, we need it. Cause, well, I'll uh, tell. Uh, let me know. Call me. Okay. Email, Tommy. Okay, hello.
2: I'm in need of a flexible timer that works with JAWS. It would be very helpful for me to have a timer that could be programmed to make an announcement at different times each day. I need a warning timer or a transition timer program that I can easily set. For example, I have students who have recess and lunch at different times. Some kids have therapy on Tuesdays and Thursdays to really mess me up. Uh School gets out at different times each day, too. If I put times and days in a calendar program or even Excel or something like that, could it be scripted or programmed to play a WAV file? I would like to make the recorded message that is played for each timer setting. If you have suggestions on how I might accomplish this, I would be very happy to hear from you. Thank you, Keith Christian.
4: You know, is this guy on the list, Sean? Sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to pass this on to someone who would understand this, I mean, who would know how to do this. My suggestion would be Kevin Desai. Well, I've I've got an answer. Someone
2: actually uh, named Dixie uh, wrote the list, and and she wrote in an answer and said, uh, talked about a a software called uh, Day by Day, Uh and it's from uh, Blind Software Incorporated, and she said it'll, it'll do exactly what he needs to be done. Well, so, boy, we solved his problem. Right? Well, well, and also, mean.
0: other than your calendar thing, isn't there an, like an appointment? Couldn't you work it? Like, I think I, this I does know,
2: all that, yeah. everything, calendar okay. and because alarms.
3: Know, and, and,
0: and, and also, if this person sounds kind of like a teacher, maybe, a mm-hmm. uh, student. Well, why don't you just buy a Radio Shack watch? And or, well, or if he also has a Braille note. They'll you know, Braille Note man, you can set alarms. It'll go off. It'll it'll evacuate the building. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, the software sounds like the best deal. But or also, you know, just for a one time, like like I'm, um, the, 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 our little electric timers are. They would work. Well, well we wait have. a
4: minute. The Radio Shack watch has four alarms on it. It's got four alarms. In- and, and they're all settable by, you know, the, the Radio Shack makes a clock that has four alarms that you can't set alarms two, three, and four. The Radio Shack watch, like I have on my arm right here, let's do it. Here Can
0: you set you it done. for different days, or alternate days?
4: No, you can't say it for different days. But when you get up that day...
0: But I think that's what he's talking about on certain days on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I guess, that, this, I guess that. that's So I think the That's what could do with this day-by-day yeah, software, software calendar. I, I think that's the an answer to his question. It's set
4: right appointments and things. So, um, Dixie. All right, Kevin, you got out of that one, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I figured he'd know. He sent me a calendar program that worked pretty good. I used it for a while. I got, it's kind of cumbersome. I didn't like it. But but it did what I wanted it to do. I just I didn't know what I wanted. And it was screen reader friendly. No. And it was very screen reader friendly. friendly. This one. Supposed to be also. This day by day is supposed to right. be real. Jealous, I love this really. stuff. We we're actually dispensing some <laughs> useful advice. It's
2: amazing, isn't it? Here's a little something we took off the list. It says uh, Dear list members, our valley is surrounded by the Cherokee National Forest, and therefore we have quite a number of employees of the Forest Service in the area. And uh, let's see, the Forest Service provides a home to the local ranger. Uh-huh. Back in the 50s, a problem developed with the septic system at the ranger's home. And a couple of employees were dispatched to dig out the the lines and to solve the problem. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, after the time the two <laughs> fellows with the shovel has uncovered the line, has uncovered the line, running from the house to the septic tank, another crew showed up, one of which was a fellow named Joe Floyd. Now, Joe was quite a character in these parts. And being the take-charge type of fellow, he, he told the two fellows with shovels to stand back, and he would soon have the problem solved. So Joe then brought up the truck he was driving, which happened to have a diesel compressor in tow. Joe then jumps down in the hole and quickly makes a hole in the clay pipe into which he places the hose from the compressor, Uh and then packing material was placed to make the connection airtight, Unfortunately, uh, the diesel motor then sprang <laughs> into action, and sure to his word, Joe discovered the problem.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: the line from the house to the tank was filled with sewage, which suddenly rushed into the house when the pressure reached a critical point, blowing the commode off the floor <laughs> and spraying the inside of the bathroom and kitchen. Which the contents of the, with the contents of the line, that a ranger's wife who was at home at the time. Uh, She fled out the door to safety on her way to New York where her family lived. And Joe received an assignment to clean up the mess from the ranger. Uh, (laughs) He was a bachelor until his death, and his wife would make uh, for an entertaining book. Now, his his life would make for an entertaining book. Uh, His uh, take-charge approach made him many friends and few not friends along the way. And uh, I passed this true story along to make the point that handyman and ladies can apply too much power to solve a problem. <laughs> By the way, the ranger's wife did return after who, who a month or this? so.
4: What is this guy's name that sent this to <laughs> Okay, Clifford. This came from Clifford, Clifford Wilson. Wilson. Yes. Okay, he's on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which reminds me of the time that, you know, I was unstopping the kitchen sink with one of those things that you put on the end of a hose. That I've told this story before. It blows up. Uh-huh. And I stuck it down in it and said, all right, turn the water on, Lou And She was standing outside, and the water went up through the vent pipe and came down on her. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what a deal. And She married me anyway. I don't understand that. <laughs> boy, she was not happy. It was cold wintertime. The water was cold. Man. I loved it. I went and laughed. I said, are you hurt?" And I went to bed bathroom and laughed.
0: <laughs> you know, isn't that that odd? They're talking about in in, in jest and in humor. And, mm-hmm. of course, he says it's true. I wouldn't dispute that, but talking about septic tanks of the 50s, but even until recently, but, you know, and then talking about the compressor, but that's exactly what they've done to upgrade the septic system is to incorporate air, a compressor. uh, compressor. Uh, That's true. That's what biodegrades the... Uh, and so that's you know you have no longer have field lines that you used to have to lay in gravel and hope yeah. they didn't clog up. You have these these. And run them three hundred yeah. feet. Down yeah, yeah, no kidding. And so uh, yeah. isn't that that's kind of a, a neat little story? the little itself. pump
4: comes on, you know, and. Uh, um. And 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 puts air in there, and that helps biodegrade your 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 waste. The waste, right? From exactly. And uh, uh, they your
0: literally say, you know, not that anyone would want to do it, but they said you could actually drink the water that comes out. I mean, that they
4: say you could. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't guess know that I would. Well, but I they guess say we can. We probably have without you know, un- un- so. unbeknownst to them.
0: Yeah, I think Lufkin's supposed us. to start purifying their water in a couple one of days. Uh, <laughs> so so one you think we're years? the only,
4: only market in the world where you can't keep your cell phone number now, huh? Well,
0: that. in other words, they said in some rural areas... That, our, and we're one of them? Well, they said in some rural areas it will take until next May. But yeah. I called our oh. phone company and asked them about it, and they were completely unaware of the legislation. They said, well, and I said, but I know it's happened. They said, well, we don't have any documentation.
4: <laughs>
0: so, well, so, no wonder you
4: can't get DSL, you idiot. <laughs> well, yeah, made it,
0: may while, it, it may take a while.
4: It may take a while. I bet I can help you with that DSL. Lufkin
0: Conroe Telephone. I mean, who else? Everybody else has Southwestern Bell or Bell or. Verizon or, you know, we have Lufkin... Conroe you know, and okay. OK,
4: I don't, I don't mind up you up complaining about the phone company because in some ways it's bad. But I remember when I moved up here. Before I moved up here, it was easier to call New York City than it was <laughs> to call Huntington. You couldn't call Huntington, Texas, which is ten miles south of us. Margie Tindall ran the phone company. Bless her heart, she's a wonderful lady. But they just were technologically uh, deprived up here. Oh yeah, I and bet. I bet. When I first moved up here, I bought I bought fifty rechargeable batteries because I wasn't sure you'd get batteries up here even. I I I was moving from Houston. You know, (laughs) big switch there.
2: Yeah, I got something real nice here that I want to read. It says, "Hi, folks! This morning, cup of coffee in hand, and with a few small pieces of chocolate to help wash the coffee down." Yeah. I've read a number of messages on various subjects, which I hardly could understand. I'm reading on electronics, design of Ruth assemblies, and uh, other subjects. Why am I so thoroughly enjoying my ignorance and lack of experience? It's because all this is being done by blind folks and obviously at very high levels of expertise. It just points out that it is often not the blindness that is the barrier, but the perception. That's right. So here you all are in the position of amazing your blind friends with what you can do, not exactly a role reversal, but an interesting
0: perspective.
2: And this is from Tim Ford.
0: Good. Hooray for Tim. But now we, Tim. Had,
4: uh, we had Tim as a guest, didn't we? He's oh, yeah. pretty sharp, fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Mechanic and... and he's, a, he's a sharp guy. He knows... Auto-type you know. work. We all, you know, being blind is just it's just a slowdown. I mean, it just slows you. You just can't do everything that side people can do, but you can do... It's, it, you'd be amazed that, you know, we find it, like I talked to the guy that's going to be on Blind Like Me next that's a physicist. I was telling something, I told John Henry about it, he said, well, you know, if you could see, it would be hard to get a degree in physics. Oh, sure. Well, and this guy did it with Braille. Go ahead, Pastor.
0: You know, and I think Tim, though, to me, amplifies, uh, you know, a thought that we've had and even discussed here is, is we've enjoyed doing the show and we hope we are informing people. And sometimes yeah. it's just a lot of BS and sometimes <laughs> it's, it's genuine. But, you know, I've learned as much from the people who write in as Oh, I, yeah, we, no I mean, I, Oh, and, sure. And it proves Tim's point. It's, it's just the perception. It's certainly not the blindness, because there's some sharp dudes out there.
4: Well, you know. And it, ladies. Our our air conditioners go go out, and our commode stop up as often as sighted people. Because you're blind doesn't mean your commode will work all the time. That's right. Because you're blind
0: doesn't mean you can't learn how to d- fix it. D-
4: doesn't mean it. you can't learn how to fix it, and you should learn how to fix it if you're at all mechanically inclined. All right. Guest today
0: is...
4: Is Felix. Felix, the guitar
0: fretting guy, Yeah. Right?
4: Hey. That'll be good. Uh, guitar I, work. I, I hope we can talk intelligently with him. I
0: wonder if he could fix my fiddle.
4: I don't know if he could or okay. not. But anyway, we'll have Felix in just a few minutes more of the Blind Handyman Show. Stand by.
3: Like me, lowercase all one word at txucom.net. That's blind like me at txucom.net. Contact information. Blind handyman list, sir. Blind handyman dash subscribe at yahoogroups.com. That's blind handyman dash subscribe at yahoogroups.com. Contact information. Blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Blind like me at txucom.net. Blindhandyman-subscribe at yahoogroups.com. Email us often and give us your opinion. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows, give us your contact.
4: Hey, this is Phil Parr. We're enjoying putting these little programs together for you. We hope you're enjoying them too. We've been on with the blind handyman for more than a year now. We've done ten blind like me shows. We're having one little problem you can help us with. We always need guests for both shows, and we sometimes have a problem finding them. If you'd like to be a guest on either show, or you know someone who might make a good interview, email us at one of the following addresses. Blind handyman all one word at hotmail.com, or blind like me all one word at THUCOM.net. Also, if you have ideas for future shows, include them in your email. we look forward to hearing from you. And please tell your friends about the show. Thanks again from all of us at the Blind Handyman and Blind Like Me.
3: are listening to the blind handyman the talk of the blind community our email address is blind handyman at com. if you would like to be part of the show leave us a phone number and we will contact you soon now here's more of today's show with
4: phil parr we took a little trip vacation sort of slash working vacation uh, to san francisco my wife is an attorney and she found a seminar out there so Of course, the company paid her way, and by proxy, they paid mine. They didn't know they were going to, but they did. We were wandering around San Francisco, Charlie and I, of course, looking for some place to find a drink. <laughs> no, the women. No. the women looking. Looking, <laughs> no if you way. can imagine that, the women looking for antiques, and we were at Fisherman's Wharf, and we stumbled across these guys playing. And I don't know how I discovered that one of them couldn't see, but we waited till break, and we met Felix. And how are you, sir?
1: Oh, I'm doing just fine. How you doing?
4: I'm doing pretty good. You still picking it guitar, huh?
1: Oh yeah, I'm sitting here making CD copies for a show I have to do Friday and Saturday.
4: What kind of show?
1: Well, Eric Lindell, I guess he lives in New Orleans now, is uh, doing a show in the uh, Forestville area out here, and uh, asked uh, the band I play in to be his backup band. So he's flying out, and uh, he gave us these CDs and stuff to learn. So in the process of uh, learning. Uh, Bunch of new material, quickly, real quickly. So you're learning,
4: uh, <laughs> learning all the chord structures of his songs, uh, and there's no way for you to write them out. You got to, to memorize them, aren't
1: you? Oh, I will, and I have to, you know, and I have to point out to the other people in my band what they're going to have to remember because, it, you know, sometimes it gives people a good idea, especially where the breaks and stuff are.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, so you'll you know. play guitar, and you'll have how many instruments in the in the band? Uh, drum, um, drums believe, and bass, well, of course. Well, two
1: guitar players, bass and drums. I don't know if um. I don't know if he has other people with us or not. He had yeah. horns on his records and stuff, yeah. but I don't think he's gonna, you know.
4: Now, now this guy that you're playing with, his name is Eric Lindell, did you
1: say? Er, Eric Lindell. Lindell.
4: Now, does he, uh-huh. is he? He's a singer.
1: Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. He's a good singer. He's, good singer. he's uh he sort of sounds like Johnny Lang slightly.
4: Yeah. Well, he ain't country, or I'd know him, wouldn't I? Huh?
1: No, no. He's, he's <laughs> more like New Orleans kind of bluesish kind of yeah, uh right. funky. Well, it's
4: neat to take called to to play. you look, I guess, look kind of looking forward to it. Once you get kind of once once the first set's done, everything will be fine, won't it? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah well, I mean, I don't worry about it too much. It's it's more worry about everybody else trying to do you know be consistent
4: and you yeah. know trying
1: to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. But he's yeah. happy with what we do.
4: Well, you want that? Yeah. Maybe uh maybe, <laughs> maybe it'll, it'll all work out. I I've, I've played in a few bands. I know what you're going through.
0: I, yeah, it's. Well, even if you hit a wrong chord there, Felix, if everybody will do it together, it's not too bad.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. It's funny because there's this one song that goes on forever the same way, and then it just out of the blue modulates. And I'm going, this is going to be real interesting how to know (laughs) when it's just going to go up a half step to boom, right out of the blue, too, and it's fast. Yeah. It just sort of whoop, well, and there if, it is. I'm if like, it was me, I'd be "My goodness, that's going to be uh, going to be interesting."
4: If you were coming, yeah. you could just say, "Let's take her a and notch there, boys." Yeah, that's yeah. If
1: he does, right. if he does, <laughs> he fellers, I, watch out. E fellers, <laughs> look out. I'm going to E. Well, you know, a lot of times I notice that you know, guys either worry about me too much since I can't see, or they just kind of forget I'm even there. Yeah. <laughs> it's one way or the other, you know. But,
4: uh, I, think, I think that's probably applicable to life. Uh, once they, you know, once they figure out that you're all right, then you tend to forget that you're that you're there, which is the way I like it. I, you know, I like to kind of be the invisible guy. And, and, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, me too. It's, it works okay for me.
4: Well, you you play very well, and you've been obviously have been playing a long time. Um, I think the main kind of thing we want to talk about is you that guitar you showed me. You had rebuilt it, or refretted it, or done what to it.
1: I had basically from, well, basically from scratch rebuilt it. I mean, other than the piece of wood it was, yeah. um, everything got changed. Everything.
4: You bought a uh, neck blank, or you bought, uh, how did you, first of all, why did you want to change it? What was wrong with it the way it was?
1: Um, it, it was playable the way it was. Well, I'll tell you that this all goes back to, um, I was paying, you know, two and $300 a shot to get guitars refretted.
4: Uh-huh.
1: And I couldn't afford it. And I said, you know, this is this is, you know, I mean, rent money, eating money, and and uh, I just couldn't afford it. So I said, I'm going to learn how to do this. So I went to the different luthiers, and they went, well, you should be able to do this. You know, it's it's pretty much field type stuff. You probably do it better than us if you if you learn how to do it. And you know, they were just joking around with me because they never, you know. And then this one guy, Mitch, who's a real good luthier, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll show you how to do this if you don't go and and, and take my business because I'm feeling you'll do this really well. (laughs) In other
4: words, words, if you'll just do your own guitar and not offer it as a service, we'll teach you how to do it. Well, that was yeah. nice of him. He was a sighted fella,
1: right? He a sighted guy, and and, and, and actually, you know, if, if somebody wants me to do a guitar, he doesn't really care. He, he just, right. you know, he's, I couldn't tell if he was joking at first.
4: The, the Luther is here. I've got a couple of Martins that I want repaired, and uh, the, I've checked three or four people. And th- this guy, uh, one guy told me, I'll do it for you, Mr. Parr, but it'll be two years. I got that much work back then.
2: Whoa.
4: He, he's whoa wee. So I'm going to send, uh, I've got uh, Martin. one Martin I bought on eBay that's got a little problem, The little binding is coming off, I'm just going to send it back to Martin, which is probably the sensible thing to do, you know.
1: Well, it, yeah, for Martins it, it probably is, but I mean, if the binding's coming off, and if you go get some... Uh Oh, Franklin Hyde glue and uh, be kind of careful and uh, just get glue where it needs to be gently Why don't get I the send binding to back you. on and clamp it I'll
4: just send it to you <laughs> uh,
1: well I, I've never you know I mean I have done some of that I yeah. I personally I like to take the I like to like when I refret the guitars if they have if they have binding um, I deal with it different ways I um, what I do is take in well, I guess I should go through the process of of, of some some of this of ha- of what happened.
0: I think so. so yeah, let's, let's start and, from uh, the beginning. And if Did, you use any special tools, you might might mention that. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, there there are special tools for doing a lot of this because it's things that, oh, for instance, say you decide you're going to re a guitar, you have to uh, you should probably like go to uh, Stu Mac, Stu, Stuart McDonald, and uh, order. You know, water tools. I mean, fret pulling tools, fret cutting tool. Um, um, uh, they make a saw with a um, a scale on it so that you can't go too deep because you have to clean out the fret slots and recut them. And you, you know, you have to make it so that you can put the new frets in because old glue and the garbage mm-hmm. in there. And, sure. and I like to have my neck flatter in radius than um, most Fenders and Gibsons are. And I don't know if you noticed that when you play that guitar, you could bend the strings as far as you want, and the note will stay there.
4: Now, d- does a fret blank? I mean, does a neck bl- fingerboard blank come with holes already, grooves already carved in it?
1: Well, I don't take the, I don't take uh-huh. that off. Oh, you, you know, when take you take out the okay. frets, you take the frets out of the fingerboard. Uh-huh. Then you clean the fret slots. Yeah, and, and and you you proceed to 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 make sure that there's enough slot for the tang of the new fret to go down in it all the way. Because, you know, sometimes I have like I've had Janet pound frets in. I, I mean, I've done it. I did it to the guitar that you played. I, I all those I pounded in myself. Uh-huh. But I assume how somebody can see just pound them in because it just I, I, if they can get them in all the way and make sure that everything's really level, it makes it so that then after I don't have to do as much polishing and crowning and fret mm-hmm. dressing and all that stuff that that's just ugly work and takes sometimes you know a couple now, of days.
4: Y- did you say that you like a neck with a little more curve to it, in that you like the middle of it, the in the where the G and D strings are to be? Uh, a little closer to the strings or what where, yes. where did no
1: i want it flatter
4: you want it as flat as you can get it
1: yeah because um like fenders no. if you get the action like i don't know if you noticed how how low that action was but it was extremely low on, on that guitar that i handed you uh-huh. that day yes it was yeah, and, and, and yet, if you, you know, all the notes would play, and if you bent the string over, say you bent a, a whole, a whole step or a minor third or, or even more, it'll just go, you know, it'll, it'll yeah. just go over, and, and, uh, and it won't go, you know, like on a fender, you do that, and it goes, it just fret yeah. right out, and you have to raise the action to accommodate that problem.
4: Mm-hmm. And so what me?
1: I do is, I use Big Fret's, um, 6100 stock, of a uh, dumb lap, and then i just go and um um make sure the fingerboard is pretty flat from side to side mm-hmm. um so that it it um is is pretty much really flat and then after that and make sure it's flat from end to end too because that you know the whole well, issue. yeah uh,
4: yeah it's got to be flat end to end or you'll end up with the action high the further you go up the neck
1: yeah, you'll you'll have yeah you could have that you could have other weirdnesses too. I mean, the first couple of guitars I did, I screwed up, <laughs> but it was part of a learning process.
2: Yeah, you know? I bet it was a learning. You know, it's
1: part of the. You know, after that, I said, you know what, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to make sure that. But I didn't, you know, because they didn't tell me everything. And yeah, I mean, they never do. People, they <laughs> never the do. do that. It's uh, you let, know. Let me
0: ask you this, Felix. I mean, you were talking about the price, the initial price going in. Said you got tired of paying three hundred dollars. So obviously, there would be a bottom line price on the guitar that you were. Well, this is kind of a two-part question. The guitar that you were going to refret would have to be worth something, or either your f- favorite, kind of like your old sweater or your old shoes that you didn't want to throw away. Uh, but. Or or, like, how much when you do it yourself does it cost? And then I'm having how how often does a guitar need refretting? I guess.
1: Well, if you if you play it a lot and you know um, what actually happened was some of these guitars were like new to me guitars and I liked them, but I didn't like that they came with little tiny frets. Okay. So I'd yank out the little frets. And in fact, I did that to my bass. I have a five-string bass and. And um, I refretted that as well because it had this weird, um, I don't know what to call that. It's uh, a polish sort of stuff like plastic, you, you know, urethane kind of uh, stuff on the fingerboard. Yeah. And it was making it so the tang of the fret didn't reach all the way to the wood. And when I played certain notes, it would kind of go boom said there and ring out and and I said what is so weird is this problem what what you know and some strings would do it and some wouldn't and I'm going wait a minute this is really weird I've never seen this problem and you know and then I realized that the fret wasn't really if I pressed real hard it would ring and I'm going now wait a minute my friend Jeremy said you know the end of the fret isn't really all the way in the fingerboard and so I refretted that because I took off all that that. That plastic stuff that's supposed to make the fingerboard look nice, and then I refretted it so that it would it would ring every time,
4: which is what you wanted it to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cause that, and, you know, the fingerboard may not look as pretty, but the fact is the instrument sustains <laughs> forever <laughs> if <laughs> I want it. And uh, it's a great studio instrument. And, you know, it was only a $400 instrument to start and,
4: with. And to blind people, pretty is not too important most times, is it? No,
1: I mean, I don't like working on dirty instruments. I had a friend, <laughs> 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 I had a friend having many refret his his Les Paul, and it was filthy, and I spent the first, like, hour and a half cleaning it. It was like, you know, I just kind of... And before I even unfretted it, before I started to work on it, I just went, wow, this thing's filthy. Holy moly. It was Man. just like sweat for days and finish coming off from sweat. And and just, it was just a gross. Had he us used, any of that,
4: of, to, in, used any of that wonderful stuff? Had he, Is this boy used any of that stuff called finger ease? You ever used that?
1: Um, yeah, but I used One oil instead
4: you just use three-in-one oil
1: uh-huh
4: just be- because the it,
1: three-in-one oil and, because it would
4: be a whole lot cheaper wouldn't it
1: yeah and the finger ease um i find in a way it makes your fingers kind of i don't know it, it seems to me it dirties up the strings more than it cleans them yeah, i don't what understand I was say. It, it it,
4: doesn't, is that what he had used to dirty up his strings that finger ease
1: he might have used yeah. it because he didn't know any better in those days and, yeah. and and you know now i've worked on his guitars for a couple of years and i've told him I showed him some things and he's going man this works way better and <laughs> and um, I had a, a girlfriend who helped me refret his guitar and they did it too fast and I had to refret it again
4: I've, I've, I've been around a lot of what I call I consider really good guitar players and I've never seen one that uses anything most of them just if you can play you play
1: yeah
4: you know well, if you I can't you buy effects right
1: I just use 3 and one oil to keep the strings clean and yeah. I just like playing on a clean surface. I, I, you know, I'm used to playing with a tiny bit of oil on the strings, just because it feels good and it responds properly, and it also protects my fret job a bit.
4: And it, and it cleans. It keeps the strings clean.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. it, it's, you know, you kind of, some guys go, oh, I can't play on that oil. And I say, well, you're not supposed to be using that much, but you just want just, just enough to, because to, it keeps the surfaces and the tops of the frets clean. And, you know, I mean, some people use steel wool to clean frets, some people use um, uh, jeweler's rouge. I just use 1600 grit sandpaper.
4: When I was playing back, I got broke when it was, it was in my mid 40s, and I had to go play a while to make the rent and to eat. And I was playing an acoustic guitar and playing bass pedals with my feet and just playing acoustic guitar every night. And I I got to where about every third or fourth day I had to buy a new set of strings. I got tired of that, so I took them off and boiled the strings in a in a pan of water. Boiled them, put them back on, and they sound just like new.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they well, I found when I did that, they sounded a lot like new, but not just like new. and it, Not just it, like new, list, but close enough. When you, when you take them off. And then you put them back on, you know, the kinks and stuff of how they had been before yeah. and all that, all that kind of, I, I don't know, and, and and sometimes you get a little kink in the middle of the string weirdnesses, and I, I just, ooh, <laughs> I just got to get scared. So I found the 3-in-1 oil worked pretty good to, to make it so I didn't have to do that, and, uh, and the guitar's still happy and, you know. It's yeah. just you know, a little bit of thread oil, you know, just a little bit of it works pretty good.
4: Put it on a on a paper towel or what?
1: Put it on No, your... I just put it on my fingertips.
4: Put it on your fingertips. And just
1: rub it on yeah. there and and uh take like you know, my index finger and my ring fingernail kinda and go underneath the string so that if there's gum, uh-huh. you know, stuck under there from sweat from the day before yeah. that I can I can kinda feel it and dig that off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all kind of a weird scenario, isn't it?
4: <laughs> well, no, it, it's good. I mean, this is what you do. This is your 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 vocation. So you you need you you've learned a lot about it, and and you should. You gotta mm-hmm. have it right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how does how do you get a fret off a guitar without screwing up the net, without just taking a screwdriver and brand that sucker off? How do you get <laughs> that? <laughs>
1: well, you know. um Stumac, Stumac sells these tools that look like they kind of look like pliers but at the end of them is is blades imagine like a a, a a normal not a needle nose set of pliers but a normal set of pliers but imagine at the very end is blades that come together and touch uh-huh. and what they do is you go to the end of the fret to the very end of the fret and you know the fret has a tongue that goes into the fingerboard and you kind of uh, uh, wiggle it around you know just kind of get underneath underneath the fret on each side with those little blades and you kind of rock them and you gently kind of you know, work work your way along the fret, pulling it out a little bit more and a little bit more, um, gently, so that you get it out. And The idea is to try to get it out without like pulling out chunks of fingerboard and yeah, and the
4: whole thing. Okay. No yeah. Now, this pair of pliers goes. Let me see if I can ask this question right. right. This this pair of pliers goes across the neck or, or or just grabs the fret?
1: It grabs the fret and you aim it straight straight down with the handle the handles, you know, straight up in the air pretty much. Okay. And, you know and what I mean? So the blades are right at the end. They're right at the end, and they they run um, perpendicular to the handles. If the handles are going straight up, those blades are running alongside the fret.
4: And they grab side. the fret. And
1: they come together and grip underneath the fret, and you sort of rock the fret out of there um, by just kind of rocking it mm-hmm. forward and backward to 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 ease the thread out cuz like if you like on the left paw you have to be careful cuz when you take it out all that wood wants to split and splinter and it's gross and then you have to take glue and um um, a bunch of the, the resin from the fingerboard of another you know, you like if it's mahogany you get a bunch of mahogany powder and then you get like super glue and mahogany powder and you, you have to have somebody you can see put that back in the hole that you made so you got to be careful.
4: Or you can buy a new neck.
1: Or Well, for Les Paul since the neck and the body are joined you, if you want a new fingerboard it might cost you 600 bucks. that's what Mitch told me. I went Ouch! You Whoa. mean you, you,
4: cannot, you cannot take the neck off a Les Paul guitar? No. Well, we need to How talk you the take the Les Paul off.
1: They're you, one piece.
4: I, di- I didn't realize that. I don't own one, so I did not. There's realize no.
1: That. Oh, okay. There's no. There's no screws. No. no yeah. You know what I mean. It's not like a Strat or a Tele. You can, take, fact, the those and you can take the neck off I don't own an
4: electric off. guitar. Uh, I is. don't own an electric guitar.
1: Holy moly! Well, I see in this house there's probably eleven.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got I've got a dozen Martins, acoustic yeah. guitars, but I don't have any well, electric guitars. Wow! Uh,
1: boy, I, I have one acoustic guitar, and it's a Taylor.
4: I, I, well, a Taylor, Mike Taylor's not not a bad little guitar.
1: No, it's a, it's a not Taylor, a Martin. Or Twelve C E.
4: It's not a Martin, but uh, what is, you know.
1: Taylor. Well, you know, it, it's funny because I find a lo- I find Martins that are really nice to play, and I find a lot of them that I just go, you know what? That's I don't true. understand because some of them just they don't sustain like I want. And I love the old tones that you hear on the records, but those guys have the best Martins. Otherwise, they wouldn't be putting them on records.
4: I have the best sounding flat top I've ever heard, and it belongs to me. It's a J forty Martin. Wow and it is a wonderful-sounding flat top. My friend Randy Prince, who's a world-class guitar player, worked in a music store, and he called me one day and said, Phil, you need it to hear this. So we went down and looked at it, and sure enough, about a month later, the guy went out of business and sold it to me for 1000 bucks. Wow. worth about 3400 Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> anyway,
4: so so you, you take the fret out, and then, of course, you have to clean out the cavity or the slit, that the, the little canal that the fret went in. Yeah, And and you yeah. buy, and, and all, the, you say you like thicker frets, but you, the, the fret you, the, the thickness is above the fingerboard. That's what you yeah. like.
1: Yes, yes. the finger. The because all fret wire is wires
4: the same size, or it all fits this, those grooves, right?
1: The tongs are very close. Some are bumpy, and some are not bumpy. I, I you know, I used to carry around frets and just show them to people.
4: Really? <laughs> just, so they, how does fret wire come? Does it come in a roll, or does it come in individual little frets?
1: You can get it either in packages of, um, like, 24 uh-huh. um from Dunlap, or you can get it in rolls, and it's like $100 a roll or something.
4: So you'd have to cut it then?
1: Yeah, then you'd have to cut it. I actually like it in the rolls. It's okay. I just sometimes I have to take pliers and very carefully try to straighten it, because, see, they make the fret wire, since it's in a roll, it's sort of arched to the, to the neck of a normal guitar, it's okay. sort of.
4: So like you that. and you want it flat, so you've got to straighten it a little bit.
1: Yeah, then I don't have to. Then I don't have to hammer hammer the middle down as much. I don't have to fight with it to try to get it to to. to it doesn't fight too much, but sometimes they do. They get a little weird. And yeah. you have when you put them in, you have about a, a half an inch on each end, or maybe an yeah. oh, really? inch on each end. No kidding you know and 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 then you have to cut that off with a bigger pair of those blade goody deals.
4: And then you have to file it a little bit with a, just a plain file, right?
1: Oh, yeah. you got to find the, the high point of the file. Yeah. And, and I mean, you've got to find the high frets and file those down or use a sandpaper to sand them down. It's just, it takes longer, but I like to keep as much fret on the fingerboard as I can in in all cases just because then the fret job will last longer before it has to be refretted. So in.
4: no wonder they charge $300 to do this. It's a hell of a job, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, it takes—I don't know—it takes me two, three, four days.
4: Yeah, so it's worth $300. But but fret wire is like $100 a roll. You could do a lot of guitars with a roll of fret wire, right?
1: Well, you could do—I don't know how much did Mitch tell me comes in a in a roll. I don't know. He showed me a roll once. There's a pretty good amount of fret wire. I could probably do, you know, 20 guitars with it.
4: Yeah. So it makes basically that $300 is labor. I mean, it's labor intensive.
1: Now, get, yeah it get... is and you know i mean i i usually if i if I do it for people i don't I don't charge that much but it it does get expensive because it is it is work and and it is um something that you can't just you know and then like this one guitar I had to replace the frats that well the j Tercer, I replaced the frats um i took a wiring harness like a a three thirty five wiring harness um with uh seymour duncan pickups and i put I put that in that guitar that you saw. Mm-hmm. I I put a different bridge on it and had the uh, studs glued in to the body so that it would sustain better. And uh, and the studs in the back for the tailpiece got glued in so that you know. And then the pickguard got changed to a Gibson pickguard because I just like those better than the J pick pickguard. And um, let me see what else did I do. The tuning pegs are probably the only thing that's still stock. The, the and keys. the nut, I changed the nut on it also because I used like a um, graphite nut on it.
4: But you kept the keys. The tuning keys are the that's,
1: same. Yeah, that's. I think right. those are original. I think those are still the Jameser right, be, ones. Before everything you else, go, everything else on the whole piece of wood is different.
4: Before, we're about out of time. Before we go, give us the address, This place that you buy these supplies. In case someone is interested in getting into this, do you have an email address that someone that someone could have if they want to write you and talk to you about it?
1: Um, yeah, I have an e- yeah, I have an email address. Okay,
4: uh, give us your email address in case anyone's uh, interested in, in discussing uh, this with you.
1: Okay, it's my ham call letters. Okay, um, which are KC6RDU. KC6.
4: K-C-6? Uh huh. KC6RDU. Did you ever
0: get yeah, past being a novice? Huh? <laughs> are, are you still a novice?
1: No, I'm a general. <laughs> a general. <laughs> KC, <laughs> nope, I, I I done my thirteen words a minute code. I I, I you know I, I've been a ham for a while. Actually, this is my it was my second novice actually because my first one I got in high school and it expired. <laughs> yeah, I and I'm I'm, I'm fifty
4: right. years old now. kc right, KC6RDU <laughs> at what?
1: At Juno. Juneau.
4: At Juno.com. Yep kc6rdu at Juno.com if you want to talk about doing guitars. Well, sir, uh, we appreciate you, and we'll do. Uh, I tell you what, we'll do in six months or so. We'll call you back and we'll talk about ham radio. Oh, that'd
1: that would be a that'd fun be. thing to do. That would yeah. be. And
4: uh, next time I get to San Francisco, we'll we'll uh, we'll have to have a beer. Talk about it.
1: Oh yeah, we will have to get together and <laughs> and, and say hi.
4: Have to get together and play a little bit. I'll I'll do those Buck Owens tunes, and you can do some rock and roll.
1: Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh,
4: Appreciate you, sir. We'll talk with okay. you later.
1: Okay. and You guys are doing a great job. I love it. Appreciate you. I've listened to like 45 shows. We'll All send right, you that right. CD. Nice nice be nice.
4: You're a glutton for punishment. We'll be back with more of the Black <laughs> Panther show in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: At hotmail.com. That's blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Contact information. Blind like me. Blind like me. Lowercase all one word at txucom.net. That's blind like me at txucom.net. Blind Handyman list, sir. Blind Handyman dash subscribe at Yahoo Groups.com. That's Blind Handyman Dash Subscribe at Yahoo Groups.com. Contact information. Blind Handyman at Hotmail.com. Blind like me at TXUCOM dot net. Blind Handyman dash subscribe at yahoo groups.com. Email us often and give us your opinion. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows, give us your Contact.
4: This is Phil Parr. We're enjoying putting these little programs together for you. We hope you're enjoying them too. We've been on with the Blind Handyman for more than a year now. We've done 10 Blind Like Me shows. We're having one little problem you can help us with. We always need guests for both shows, and we sometimes have a problem finding them. If you'd like to be a guest on either show, or you know someone who might make a good interview, email us at one of the following addresses Blind Handyman, all one word, at hotmail.com, or Blind Like Me, all one word, at thucom.net. Also, if you have ideas for future shows, include them in your email. we look forward to hearing from you. And please tell your friends about the show. Thanks again from all of us at the Blind Handyman and Blind Like Me.
3: Thanks for listening to The Blind Handyman. If you have an idea for a topic or project you would like us to discuss, let us know at our address, blindhandyman at hotmail.com. Now back to the show with Don Patterson. I thought I wasn't gonna get you stopped. Oh, hi
0: there. Well, I thought uh, I wasn't gonna get you stopped. I was talking the, uh, during the break. I was giving these guys what for. It was during the break.
4: And Don Don, uh, Don has no problem sharing his knowledge with folks. That's right. right. <laughs> never. You never can't get them
0: wrong. to listen. You can't help them. But you can't help but them. I, 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 uh, I, uh, every week I come prepared it. to try to we're <laughs> try to get them to pull themselves up. Yeah, come along uh, and do better. Hey Tom, why did you come to me for? I well,
2: I, I thought we were going to talk about <laughs> your little house on
0: the We're going to talk about the little house on the prairie and the little house on the house little on house the prairie. We're going to have. talk about cupolas,
4: cupolas, right? Cupolas, right. right. Yeah.
0: C-U-P-O-L-A. Look it up in your
4: dictionary, Look kids. it up in your
0: dictionary. Cupolas. Um, the warden, my dear, sweet, lovable.
4: Love child bride.
0: Wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she has uh, certain ideas about certain things, and, and I guarantee you. When she does that's the way it's going to be, and so uh she came on one day and was telling me, "Have you ever seen or asking you know have you ever seen a the a little house like this and it has the weather vane on top and all that and I said, "Well yeah, well, I'd like to do that." I wanna, uh, when we built our house, we're in the process of building our house. We built a second garage. It's all from the house, about 30 feet, at the end of the main driveway. It faces the road. We have a side entrance garage that's attached to the house. And then this l- other garage, if you went straight back in the driveway. It's going to be, uh, we kind of call it the toy sheds for the jet ski and the tractor and the motor scooters. And just kind of a piddling room, if I ever get another table saw. And so she wants it to be, uh, she's really gotten into it, she's picked out a certain kind of brick, I think the brick that we're using for the house is called Old Jamestown, I mean they've got a hundred thousand of them, Old Red River, Old El Paso, Old this or that, and it connotes a, a different architectural look, I guess some would be Spanish, some would be so and so, and then... If you, on a, a newly bricked house, if they really sweep the mortar, they call it, or really take their finger and make the Indian, it looks all clean and neat. But the new style is to not rake the mortar, and you leave it rough, and you kind of let it drip all over the bricks. And we're using a white sand mortar, which makes the mortar instead of gray, the standard gray, it's going to be white. And the brick has a lot of red and white in it.
2: Well, it sounds like the way a blind person could lay brick. Doesn't right. it? They really could, <laughs> We'd just be not in style, it. wouldn't they? And, and, uh, <laughs> that has become the
0: new rage, and it's designed to look like buildings a hundred years ago. What a deal, to... man! Yeah. And so, in this context, in this going back to the the good old days, she t- came to me one day and she said, "Well, you know." On our little garage, she said, do you know what a a cupolo is, she called it. And I said, no, I never heard of that, you know. And so she started telling me, and it's a little. I've been to Cupola,
4: Mississippi. Yeah, well, I thought it was shuffle off. I, <laughs> I thought there
0: was a song called Shuffle Off the Cupola, but it's Buffalo. The J, I
4: mean, <laughs> <The all> cupola County <laughs> Jail.
0: But anyway, and so what? What a Cupola! It's Cupola. C U P O L A. I finally found out, and and uh, in fact, there's a you can type that in on your search engine and go to all find all, and it's a little. Uh, I guess you could call it similar like to a birdhouse. One could build one, but it's a little uh, square or cubicle structure. And some of them have little roofs on them. And they they kind of just are an extension. You put it on top of the roof. And normally people decorate them. I've seen them with a pointed Kind of a point. I want. To, I don't want to call it a steeple, but almost. A, a, a,
4: as in a point in the middle, not a gable, yeah, but a point uh, in the middle. Well,
0: uh, they have a gable, and then right in the center of that gable, they just have a little uh, point going up. Or I guess in some, I have actually seen on a church, uh, a church house that part of the, that the steeple is attached to. In some churches, mm. could be called a cupola. Okay, now how big are these? Well, houses? they come. The ours is probably. Uh, Thirty-six by thirty-six square, and then Whoa. it's probably thirty-six or forty tall. inches tall. Okay. And ours has they there again. You, people put little windows in them, one on, all, one on all. In other words, they have four sides, the four directions. And if okay. you put the weather vane up, and then of course the the secret of them—they're designed to go on the ridge row. Oh, that's and what so at, my Next and, and our particular roof is a twelve-twelve. It's very steep and roughly that angle that's that's made by that is about a 45 degree angle and it just so happens that this cupola we purchased has a, is made with a forty-five degree. It will we'll fit on it that ridge. It will sit right so on it's,
4: that ridge row. So it sits at the end of the gable.
0: It sits well. We're putting it about a foot back in, Okay. Uh, in from the edge of the house, okay. because you have more support. It's not just over your overhang. I got you. And uh, then on top of this, we we are going to put a weather vane. And then what you have, the weather vanes. I don't know if you're familiar. You can get them with like um oh goodness um uh, uh... Help me out. What's on a weather vane? I mean, I oh, like a, a horse, rain a gauge and Yeah, the, a but water. normally a wind they have the rooster thing. on them. Uh, Emily is an ex horse person. Uh, uh, she used to ride dressage and everything. So, our particular weather vane, the arrow, the pointer, has a horse, uh, a galloping horse on it. And, and then you have your directions, which have the letters like NOR, N, and, yeah. Yeah, and E, and S. And so, we face our house, this particular little garage faces do no north and so we're we're going to install the weather vane on top of the little cupola
4: okay now for the benefit of blind people can you see the direction the weather vane is pointing of course you can see the direction it's pointing but will it will the end be visible to you if the wind was blowing from the south and the weather vane was pointing north would you know that then
0: well, a blind person wouldn't because it's no. But
4: would you being able to see? Would you? Well,
0: I I would. I could see which. In other words, since I know which way is north. Yeah.
4: That, okay. Uh, All right. So you. But you'd have to know.
0: Yeah. Well, the weather
4: vane wouldn't tell you. You'd have to know. Yeah, which Yeah. The weather
0: vane will tell you because the end. You 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 set these are stationary. It has a, a X or a cross two metal bars. One has the the we, E and, and W on it, okay. and the other one has the N and S. Okay. N's on one All and, right. and so you put those in at the proper direction.
4: And you would know. And then, and then and and you then could the look weather, up at that weather right, and You could say, well, it's from northeast. The wind's
0: yeah. blowing out of... And, of course, I've always gotten, you know, that's sort of like the age-old question, the chicken and the egg. If somebody says is a, it's a north wind, is it blowing from the north yes. or to the north?
4: No, it's blowing from the north. From and the your north. Weather, so then your weather would be facing would be south.
0: Facing south, right. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, but anyway, and so we, but uh, I think this would be a neat. Project. I think somebody could build these and do. Well, I, I intend mean, to. That's I, why I, I'm asking think, uh, you so much about them. They're very simple. I'm going sim- to have
4: to put have one up on mine next time when Emily comes back. Look at my cupola. I, yeah. I know we're I
0: know we're kind of hurting for time, but this one was uh, allegedly came from England and it was off. You know, we didn't pay a lot of money, two hundred mm, and something you dollars. Want to
4: ask a girl? You want to see my cupola? <laughs>
0: you wouldn't want to see you. I, I, yeah, you might get your face slapped.
4: Could get your face slapped.
0: But anyway, it's kind of yeah. a neat deal, and maybe uh, we'll talk. From time to time, more about them if we decide to build one,
4: and uh... which is what we need to do. All right, it is. Yes. All right. Cupola on top of half. See, well, a blind, was, I've, I've never seen one. A blind person would not know they were there unless we talked
0: about unless it. Unless we talked about
4: it. Unless we talked about it. And the sides go up straight, and I needed to look at this thing before it gets put up. Anyway, we got to go. And, right. Um, thank you, Don Patterson, you for you your enjoyed it. cupola guy. What a he's my cupola. He's a cupola guy. <laughs> Shaw boy. <laughs> yep. Thank you, sir. All Appreciate right. it. Another one. Tom down. Houston um, got up from his sick just... bed to come and run the board for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Tom. I love you, heart. Tell the Martha. The birth, the
0: birth care center. <laughs> I'll do that. Bert Nursing home. <laughs> <The burnt. laughs>
4: well, have a have a happy holiday and we'll see you next time on The Blind Handyman show I'm Phil Parr. I see said The Blind Man as he picked up his hammer and saw. The Blind Handyman is produced by Out of Market Productions. 1604 Southwood Drive, Lufkin, Texas. Phone 936-634-9500.